It is Tuesday, the 28th of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by Shane Lee. And Shane, we were talking off air. You're putting your headbands on, your wristbands, your Prince racket, your Elise gear. You're playing tennis again. I am, mate. And uh, due to the fact that I can't play cricket anymore, I'm too old and too slow for that. But uh, I can get around the tennis court okay, mate. So, yes, dusting off the old tennis racket. And uh, with summer here, mate, I'm going to start getting down the course and having have more of a hit. Yeah, and you need to get the practice in, don't you? Because you and Brett have like a Christmas time grudge match every year, don't you? Yeah, there's, well, it's a Father's Day challenge every year, and um, currently I'm up 40 to 1. So um, <laughs> I've got to make sure he doesn't win again. You got him covered right at the moment. <laughs> Just don't do the fitness test against him. That, that, no. that, that might go the other way. Uh, Tommy Trebojevic, Dally M Player of the Year. He's just, uh, well, it was a standout, wasn't he? Even with missing all those games. Nightclub dramas all over the joint. Players in trouble. The cricket tour. The Ashes, they're coming, but with drama. Let's get going. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, Main Hair Care. Shane, Tom Trebojevic, well, look, he was a standout, wasn't he? I think the only thing that people were wondering about for this Dallium, did he miss too many games? He obviously didn't. He obviously didn't, mate. Uh, Tom Trebojevic becomes the third manly player behind Cliffy Lyons and Matt Orford to win the Dallium. Um, mate, he missed the first five rounds, and before he started, Manly were on the bottom of the competition. They finished in the top four. Um, in the 15 rounds before the three finals, mate, the guy scored, I think, 28 tries. It was it was five hat-tricks um, and about 30 try assists. Scored, polled 35 votes, mate, uh, only to beat um, Nathan Cleary on 30 by five points, mate, So and Cody Walker on 29. So well done to Tommy Turbo. Great win. You and I have been involved in professional sport in our various capacities for a long, long time. But we're also primarily fans. How good is it to see someone like that dominate in the way they do in some of those games? Yeah, I can only think of Alan Border in cricket. That was a guy that could single-handedly change a match, particularly in the 80s when the Australian cricket team was losing. Um, Tommy Trevojevic has done this in rugby league. It's a team sport, and one guy can make the biggest difference. If he has a an on-game, um, Manly seemed to win. Daly Cherry Evans also polled about 20-odd points in the DLM, so he was up there as well. But, uh, yeah, when it comes down to it, Tommy Trevojevic was a, was a one-man show this year, and um, I'm sure the Manly fans are very thankful for that. Did you come up against Alan Border much? Because, he, he, look, in, in later life when I got to know him and, and he it wasn't playing anymore. He was a very friendly, nice guy. But as a young reporter, boy, he was a cranky prick. He was, but he was um, he was a fantastic bloke off the field. And um, I know Glenn McGrath and I played at one of our first games in New South Wales against him um, at the Gabba. 
Um, and Glenn McGrath had very, very short cricket pants on. They come up to his um, to, his, to his shins. <laughs> and Alan Border asked him if he was waiting for the floods. So he got, <laughs> he got in McGrath's ears pretty quickly. But, uh, yeah, great competitor and, and a great captain. Yeah, yeah, and it looked absolutely delightful. It was only in that time, I think, but uh, like he was 38 years of age as Australian captain, and that's what he'd basically based himself on to to drag this Australian cricket team to where they got to after having a very ordinary old time in the mid 80s. Now the Melbourne Storm, they've uh, they've got on the uh, got on the uh, what what should we say the nightlife? They've they've been partying. <laughs> There's some pictures of them with some some curious white substances. Yeah, um, I've only had a quick look at that, but it doesn't look good, does it, Timmy? It's um, yep, it's the end of the season, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm sure their their sponsors and the club and their family won't be very impressed, mate. Yeah, well, it's in front of the integrity unit. It's going to be interesting to see what does uh, come of this. The the names banding about at the moment: Brandon Smith and Cameron mm. Munster. So. Uh, uh, they're not they're not guys that are, are second stringers. We'll we'll have to wait and see exactly what does transpire there with the integrity unit. I know that Craig Bellamy, who got coach of the year last night, uh, you know, briefly said it was disappointing. We didn't know all the details, so we'll watch that. Um, and the demons, well, I mean, why wouldn't they be in nightclubs? You'd reckon they'll be in nightclubs this time next year, mate. Fantastic to see that they're all out. They're all out in their playing gear as well, and <laughs> even their boots. And they were saying it was uh, whilst the boots are great on the um, on the grassed areas, they're not so great in the nightclubs. <laughs> you have to be careful they didn't slip over. But you had Christian Petrarca who was on the decks doing some DJing, and um, and Brayshaw came on the Channel Nine the next morning. It was good to hear him say that, even though he sounded dusty, he said he didn't want to go too hard because he wanted to remember most of this, these special occasions. So yeah, good on you, the Melbourne Demons. They very much deserve. Um, that celebration. How tough is Angus Brayshaw? He's tough, mate. And um, that, I think the whole Melbourne club's been pretty tough. And, and captain, as we've spoken about a lot uh, under Max Gorn, they've really gelled together. And um, a team that uh, you know gels together really well and, and they, they end up partying together, they become a very, very strong team for the future. It was quite appropriate that it was in Perth, the grand final, for the final call of the great Dennis Committee. Now, Commas uh, obviously retired from Channel 7 a number of years ago, but he was calling for Triple M, and at 72, it's the end. What, what, a, what a voice. What, what a commentator. What a commentator. He commentated over a 1,000 games, a 51-year career, and he is a, West, a proud Western Australian, so it was a very, very fitting end for him to, to call it at, at Optus Stadium. But, yeah, the, the dulcet tones and, and, and the way that he described the match in, in such an eloquent way was um, was brilliant for, for people to listen to and tune in, for as we said, for 51 years, mate. So, Dennis, uh, enjoy retirement, mate. You're a legend. Oh, those absolute mellifluous tones. I had the yep. pleasure of working with Dennis a bit, particularly you know, a few decades ago. And uh, I, I was only a young guy. It was probably 93, 94. We were on, on the cricket tour, the great um, – remember the 2UE, 3AW, yeah. and he was part of the commentary team, and I was the, the scorer that put on 30 kilos over the summer. And um, <laughs> I, I was fascinated by the Olympics, and he'd just come back from Barcelona calling the swimming at the Picanel pool with Perkins in one, Houseman two, you know, and, like, and he gave it all that magic. And I said to I, thought, I said, Dennis, that seemed unbelievable. A Picanel pool in Barcelona goes, Timmy, it was the hottest place on earth. But it was like you get all this magic from the commentary, but then when you get the reality, because it was an open-air pool, Dennis Committee, what an absolute out-and-out legend. All right. Now, of course, he called many cricket matches, many test matches and Ashes tours. 
Um, what are you making? The, 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 from outside in, the English, Kevin Peters and all these others are looking at all these quarantine things in Australia and say, what are you talking about? The bubbles are over. Look, Kevin Peterson, he, he just does my head in this bloke. Um, he was, I think, still the highest run scorer for England, but he lost his ability to speak on behalf of the England cricket team after he bagged um, the captain, Andrew Strauss, uh, and was dropped, and particularly for Andrew Strauss' 100th um, test match. Um, he doesn't speak on behalf of England, and England don't want him to, to speak on behalf of them, that's for sure. So I think he should just keep out of it. If he doesn't want to come, who cares? Kevin Peterson, we don't need you here, mate. Mo and Ali, retired. Yeah, what a great all-rounder he was, mate. He was a um, a very innocuous sort of player, um, but he finished his test career with 64 tests. He scored 2,900 runs at 28. He took 195 test wickets at 36 and uh, 500s and five fifers, um, and he won a 50-over World Cup. And um, look, he wasn't, uh, he, he wasn't a player that got a lot of recognition within that England team, but it was very, very um, valued within the, within the change room. So uh, a very, very good test career from Alan Alley. Yeah, yeah. And uh, look, there, there's also uh, a lot of talk as to who will tour, who will come. But I, I reckon at the end of the day, uh, the diplomacy, the international relations between Australia and the UK will get this across the line because they don't want to send a second-rate team out here. It's worth no. too much money. It's worth too much kudos. Uh, what about tennis? I know that uh, we, we mentioned earlier in the program how you you're getting back on the court. Now, uh, John McEnroe, uh, never never out of John's character to slam someone. No, he basically said to Zarev, who's um, had a few sledges, he told him to F off. <laughs> but um, the Europe the, uh, Europe has smashed the USA in the Labor Cup 14 to 1. Totally dominated them. And, and McEnroe is obviously coaching the uh, the Yanks. And um, he's trying to get, get, get something out of this team that's been totally demoralized on the court. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's used the sharp words like he used to use with the umpires mm. a few years yep. ago. Now, the Ryder Cup, well done to America. Uh, they, they they dominated again. They've they've beaten Europe and sort of they've got to go back to the drawing board. But I, I, one thing that a lot of people were watching is Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka, who have quite openly told the world that they don't like each other. But they've hugged it out, Shane. They've hugged it out. <laughs> they've hugged it out twice, Tim. Bit a little bit of man love. Um, they've hugged it out twice, and um, I don't know whether it's for the cameras or not. But uh, it seems like there's a bit better vibe going on between those two, and and a win can do that, mate. A win can make things a lot easier. You can paper over the cracks, mate, as they say. What about that drive by Deshambo? I think it was 417 yards or something. 417 yards. Send it into orbit. Yeah, he defies all all the rules of golf, and it's, it's constantly challenging him. Um, all his clubs are the same length, and uh, he moves his front foot out of the way when he drives, and. Boy, boy, oh boy, as you would say, Tim, you can smash him. Yeah, I, I probably do use that too much, boy, oh boy. I've been picked up on that a few times. So we've all got those little catch cries that we cling to when you haven't got other words coming. Uh, now, Argentina, they were a bit upset with this photo with the rugby, weren't they? Because um, they got left out and there's apology gone their way. Yep, look, uh, Sansa and Rugby Australia, they, they seem to go from bad to worse, don't they? Um, they've, uh, they're saying it was due to uh, travel uh, and delayed um, flights that the Argentine captain missed out on, on the photo, but they released them anyway. So it's a bit of a slap in the face for the Argentinians and, um, yeah, it's not, not great diplomacy, that at all. 
they didn't even Photoshop it, isn't it? Did they? The, the rugby championship, you've got New Zealand, you've got Australia, South Africa and Argentina, yeah. and no shot of Argentina. Well, thankfully, the apologies come through. Um, now, uh, winding the clock back, Shano, today, uh, Fiji and cricket, you wouldn't think that they go hand in hand, but uh, Victor Trumper took a team via Fiji many, many years ago, and in fact, an anniversary um, some time back, I actually went over and covered it and did a story in Fiji. It was the biggest junket I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> But um, tell me about the time that the Fijian cricket team came to meet New South Wales. They were invited out by Cree New South Wales to watch a Sheffield Shield match and then they were invited invited into the change room um, at the end of the day's play and they came in and as a token of their appreciation, they sang a beautiful harmonised um, Fijian song to us and it was, it was actually moving and beautiful. Um, Bob Radford, the former... Um, CEOs, we've talked about him before, the alcoholic, said to Wayne Holsworth, how are we going to respond to that cracker? Show him your dick tricks. And <laughs> Wayne could do the fruit bat and a few of these little moves. And um, he went through this repertoire of uh, puppetry of the penis. And, uh, yeah, it went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> but it was funny to watch their faces after they sang a beautiful song to us. And it fell pretty flat, mate. That's what a reaction. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Main Hair Care, that's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.